0: Sketch 4 of Modern Monologues by Marjorie Benton Cook. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Stage directions and role of Mrs. Derwent, read by Linda Olson Vytak, Los Angeles. The Road of the Loving Heart. Scene. Drawing-room at Mrs. Derwent's. Enter Mrs. Derwent and Alexander Walton. Mrs. Derwent Home again, home. I think I must be an abnormal sort of creature, for sometimes I hate home. The same old things crowding you in, shutting out the sunshine and looking at you with the same old eyes. That squat, bronze idol, is always laughing at me. I'd like to have a bonfire every week and burn up all my things. Hard on the insurance companies. (laughs) I hadn't thought of that. Well, things are always hard on somebody. She sinks down on couch and plays with her gloves. Tragic, you say? Oh, no, not tragic. Only tired. She makes an effort. And continues brightly how did you time your entrance so opportunely a moment later or a moment earlier and you would have missed me your guardian spirit she's still faithful then I suppose it is a she well the Kimbles. oh yes I went what you were there and just to see me you must have come after I had gone I hurried on to a reception somewhere. I've forgotten just where. Took in two teas and now home again for an hour before the night work begins. Why do I do it? Well, it seems to keep me from thinking. Chatter, chatter, chatter. Automatic, you see. I'd hate to hear a phonographic report of the things I say on a day like today. Yes, dear, I am tired. I only seem to find rest when your arms are around me, and yet sometimes I think, Alex, that our meeting was the greatest misfortune that could have come to us. Please, dear, let me finish. If I'd been born of your class... No, no, you can't change facts, Alex. I was not, am not, of your class. Then is the past. If one could kill and crush and forget the past. But one cannot. She walks to and fro. Your friends ask me about and treat me politely. But why? Because I am myself, not at all. Because the great... Alexander Walton has told the world that he intends to make me his wife. You've lifted me up so far, Alex. Ah, dear, I didn't mean to hurt you. Come, we won't talk of me any more. What has today brought you, my Alex? Crosses to his chair and leans above him. What, really? More honors? Ah, oh, Alex you're climbing so high and i'm away down here trying to see up to you yes i am jealous jealous of your fame jealous of your honours because they are taking you away from me you have so much love and i have only you with all you have you can't make one woman happy well i suppose there are people born whose fate it is to see almost touch happiness, and yet never to reach it. You've given me all the joy I've ever had. But to have made me happy, you would have had to begin so far back, with my mother perhaps. No, no, not that tonight. Don't let us go over all that again tonight. It can't be yet. I cannot marry you while you're in this fever of work. I'd only distract and bother you. Not until you have time for me. Well, perhaps that's not a pretty way to put it. I mean that you can't serve two mistresses. After we're married? Well, I suppose your wife and your work will have to compromise. When she rules, I'll slip away very quietly and hide but when I reign, I want her buried. Dear me, so late. I fear, Sir Alex, I must send you away. I've only a moment left in which to dress, and I dine out. I'm so sorry. Yes, I know I'm unsatisfactory, but dinner waits for no man. Good night, my love. She watches him out, and comes slowly back to couch. I suppose it's got to come. There is no use running away from thoughts. You can't shut out the in-betweens when the thoughts come crowding in. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Am I going to marry Alex and be happy at last? Well, why not? Life owes me a little happiness god knows i've had none and i can make him happy i know i can i'm playing with chances again for there's always the past wherever i look up or down it's there these women about me with their good untempted lives behind them they thrust it at me their suavest bows and insult i suppose they call me what is it A woman with a past. Alex's wife. A woman with a... And he, poor boy. The only one who knows the story. He will have none of my warnings. He thinks he can march on up and carry me with him, my brave Alex. Well, he can't. I and my past, will get in his way, and he'll stumble on us, and after a while he'll wonder why he... No, no. Alex's happiness, his success, I must not, I will not, tamper with them. In the old days, before I learned to think, I might have taken the chances. But I didn't love Alex then smiles. It must have been before I was born. I've grown too big with love to drop back again. Half rises from the couch. Alex, you must go on alone, climbing to your heights. I, with my burden, can't keep step, and so I must fall out. Oh, Alex, Alex, if you knew what it means to me, the long, lonely road without you. But I choose it, I choose it for your sake, my Alex. The little bronze garden. and I, we must go on laughing. <laughs> Turns, half-dazed, as if interrupted. What is it? Marie, what is it? Ah, yes, I had forgotten that I dine out. Gets up slowly, as if numb, and drags herself out. End of Sketch 4